Thank you so much for downloading the episode on the show today. Producer Dub took me out on a date, and we recap that along with a nice lengthy discussion about the celeb world, from Golden Globe nominations to the Grammys, and our very favorite Jessica Simpson. All of this, plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you, from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Leave me alone, or I will hit you with something. Paula? This would be the time I wish I knew a second language. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 329. We are but, sisters who podcast. What? I'm sorry. No, no, you did it. You did okay, it. Okay, okay. No, you're good. No, no, no. It was me. I forgot. I forgot. And I was going to jump into telling you something stupid. Now I can't remember. Okay. I am so tired. I'm so tired. I know you are too. Yeah, but I mean, that's nothing new. I've been sleeping on the couch. Like, I keep waking up in the middle of the night and I have to go sleep on the couch. And I don't know why. You know, I thought about doing that a couple of nights in a row. Daryl is not officially ill anymore, but for the last couple of days, he's been coughing his head off. Still? Yeah, but it was diff- It was a different cough, and so the cough wasn't making me psychotic. So okay. I'm like, well, maybe he's sick again. You know, I go, are you, are you having a recurrence? He goes, I don't know, but I really don't feel well. So he went to the doc. He went to Doctor Fong today, and he said, you don't. You are not sick. You have allergies, really, really bad. I encouraged him to go to the doctor by basically being a total bitch because <laughs> I'm like, are we just going to deal with this for the rest of our lives? Is this how is this how it's going to be? You're just going to just under medicate and be irritating. You're going to be a hacker for the rest of your life. Yeah. Is this is this my life now? Is this the reality of my life? And so he went to the doctor. And so. My frustration is he under-medicates. I know mm-hmm. that there are people in this world who hate to take medicine. Mm-hmm. They don't like feeling weird and all that. And I get it. I personally like it. But some yeah. people don't. <laughs> some people don't like to feel stoned. I do. But which is why I love NyQuil. I, I look forward to it when I'm ill. I'll take it. If I can't sleep, I'll take it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. He doesn't like it. He feels weird. So he texted me and said, I'm not sick, but my allergies are super bad. So he prescribed him an actual medication that you can't buy over the counter to assist. And I said, that that's literally all I was looking for. I said, I know that you'll recover from this, but the doctor can, he has access to the good shit. Get the right, get the scissor, you know, get the stuff that really stops the coughing because we don't have access as a country anymore to the good shit. You've got to go to the doctor. So he didn't get the scissor, but he did get an antihistamine that's that's going to assist him in getting over this hump of feeling like crap. And I'm so glad and I hope it works. You know, I really hope it works because I've had enough. I, I feel like a chihuahua. I don't know what I would do, to be honest. I did what I had to do. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like when your kids have been just. They've been milking something for too long. And finally, you have to say, you know what? Enough already. And you've got to be a heartless bitch of a mother. That's basically where I felt I was today. And he was mad at me. But you know what? It's it all worked out. We all got the end game 
we're there. Right. So now he'll have the drugs. We'll move on with our lives, hopefully, in the next couple of days, although he's going to New York. So he can recover in New York. <laughs> I won't have to deal with it. God, it'll be too cold to cough out there. Right? What's interesting, though, is because I was so obsessed with my issue, my aversion to the hatred of his coughing. Yes. I had to figure out what it, is it real? Is it or am I just a total asshole? Because both are very real possibilities. You know, it's not true. It's called the hatred of sound. It's called misophonia. <laughs> it's a real thing. I think I, like, I think I have that. We all have it. That's the thing. I think we all have it. And I said it. I go. I, it was like one o'clock in the morning, and I couldn't sleep. And he goes, "What are you doing?" And I was laughing. He goes, "What's up?" And I go, "I found out why I hate your coughing." He goes, "Excuse me." And I said, "It's called misophonia. It's a hatred of sound. Most of the hatred, most of the sounds that people who have this are coming from the mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all mouth sounds, and." It says the reactions trigger aggression toward the origin of the sound, leaving because remaining in its presence is to suffer. <laughs> I was laughing so bad because I, I'm like, that's, this is exactly what it is. And it's for me, it's coughing. For, for Stephanie, it's, it's the sound of chewing, which is more the most common. I don't, you know what? I get so violently angry when the yes. CD is turned up too loud. Oh, like, really? I, I get so mad. And I'm like, there is no reason to listen to the television this loud. Who turned it up? And I was so mad. And I turn it way down. And I'm like, it only needs to be at 20. Unless the dishwasher's on. That is so funny. You're just more, we're more sensitive to these sounds. And they call them trigger sounds. These sounds are apparently usually soft, but can be loud. One study found that around 80% of the sounds were related to the mouth, eating, slurping, chewing, or popping gum, whispering, or coughing. It appears that a misophonic reaction can occur in the absence of an actual sound. I don't, I don't understand what that means. Maybe like the lack of sound is annoying. That can, that can actually get to me too, actually. The, the deafening silence can freak me out a little bit, but I don't think that's unusual for most people. It feels weird. Did it say anything about people cracking their knuckles? No, but it's the same thing. That might be more nails on the chalkboard. Yeah. But yeah, so I was laughing going, God, so it's a legitimate thing, an aversion to mouth sounds. Mine is coughing or sneezing. It drives me, I it can drive me to insanity if it's excessive. I said, I think that this is helpful for me to know this. I said, because when you're coughing and you're in my presence, I, I literally imagine picking up a sledgehammer <laughs> and, and not hitting him, but like breaking concrete or something. Like I have so much aggression that I, I, it's so like no direction that I need to find something to direct it at. If I had a sledgehammer, I'd go outside and break bricks. Like, it really bothers me. So now your illness preempts his actual <laughs> physical illness. Yeah. So he should he should actually be more understanding of your illness than the fact well, that he's, you know, dying. Well, he's not dying. And I just, it was last night when he was hacking away, I, I thought to myself, I said, you know, we're going to, we're going to reflect upon this time as the great coughing of 2018. Yeah, really? As the, as the time, Paula, I... Listen, if you were here, you and I would trade looks. You'd be like, is there anything he can do? Does he need tea? 
I mean, I, I reverted to making soup yesterday after I said I would never make it again. I made him soup and he ate it. I'm just, I really think we're at the tail end. I, the irritation is not as much as it is exhaustion at this point because I just want my life to get back to normal. As do I. We've talked about it for three episodes. I know. I know you're <laughs> sick of it. But I just, I feel like this is the, the bookend of the saga is why I just decided to mention it. And the fact that all of us have this miso or misophonia syndrome, That's apparently. Weird. I know. I just was surprised that it was real. I was Googling in anger. What happens when you hate people who cough? You know, like I was so out of my mind. Anyway, so I'm, you know, we're all relieved. Yes. <laughs> so He's anyway, got medication. You've got yes. your diagnosis. Yes. So we're all. It's all settled. So on that vein, it is the 25th anniversary of Sleepless in Seattle. Really? Yes. 25 years. It's insane. I can't believe it's been that long. And there are certain theaters in Northern California that are uh, in our area that are airing Sleepless in Seattle in the movie theater again. You can go see it. I have no desire to do that. Well, I would normally not choose to do it, but Daryl surprised me with tickets to go go see it. He goes, well, I want to take you out on a special date. I'm like, what do you mean? What is this? You know, because I don't I like surprises, but I just his idea of a surprise may not necessarily be what I think is great. And so he said, but I'm going to tell you what it is because I'm worried you won't want to do it. And I said, "Okay, what? So he's like, Sleepless in Seattle is playing in the movie theaters. And of course, it's on really random nights because, you know, other regular movies are playing. So it was Wednesday night at four o'clock. And I said, yeah, I think that'll be fun. I mean, why not? I saw the I saw it in the theater. Oh, you did? I did. I remember vividly because there was a scene when she's telling him about how she was going to meet somebody at the top of the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. And Bill Pullman goes, I love you, but let's leave that out of this. Right. And I laughed really loud and not one person in the theater laughed and they all turned and looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> that happens too many times. I thought that was really funny. What? Where was I the other day that I started busting up laughing and then I realized I was the only one laughing? You know what? I just think that that is the way it's supposed to be. I think we actually have a sense of humor and we know when it when it is but it's a sick one (laughs) yes oh we have gallows humor for sure malia has a teacher that everyone hates and she loves because he has the the darkest sense of humor of all (laughs) and i said so what you're saying is he would fit in at our dinner parties (laughs) she's like oh my god he'd be the best i'm like okay good i love it oh my gosh so we go in and she goes okay you know room one we're like all right thanks so we wander in and we literally are the only people there shocking I, I know you'd think it'd be busting at the seams but well you know people work <laughs> <laughs> well I mean it just worked out and we actually the initial we actually had tickets for another day but I can't remember what happened it was oh he, I something oh I had a really bad migraine it was Sunday we were going to go on a Sunday and so we exchanged the tickets for another, the only other random day. And it was inconvenient, but we're like, no, we got to, we should do it. I mean, we'll, we'll be glad we did it. So we go and we watch it. I thought it was great. And I was kind of emotional about it because when it's in a big screen, there are so many things you see that you don't see on TV. 
mm-hmm. when you're watching it. And I'm like, God, I, I never noticed the sets before. This is so great. And I'm like, I saw this. I saw this 25 years ago. Why am I acting like this is my eyes have been opened for the first time? But it was funny to see how young Tom Hanks is and mm-hmm. how natural Meg Ryan was. Because she has done a number. Oh, I know her herself. face. She looks like a pug. It's really unfortunate. So they did this pre-roll where they had an interview with her and the director, not Nora Ephron, the other guy, uh, producer maybe, mm-hmm. talking about their uh, experience doing the film. And she was she was so like not going to open up about it. And he said, you know what? Well, I mean, and this is someone he worked with. It wasn't like he was a reporter or anything. Right. What do you think about working with Tom Hanks? And she's all, well, he just doesn't like drama. So I think that's why it worked out. He's like, well, you guys have a really good rapport. She's like, yeah, I guess. I mean, she was just such a bitch. I heard she's kind of actually a bitch. That's what yeah. I heard. And so she just happens to be a good actress or used to be. I don't know. And that's why after she did those movies. Yeah. Sleepless in Seattle and You've Got Mail. Yeah. She tried that one movie where she was kind of like a badass chick trying to get oh. her boyfriend back. Remember that movie? I, I do. can't remember what it I was. Do. And it just didn't work. Because, because that's not who she is. That's not her She's forte. just kind of pigeonholed holded to that sweetheart role mm-hmm. and that's just you know who she is <sighs> well, the only way re- the only reason they did you've got mail is because they were trying to reinvent sleepless in seattle because her yes. and tom hanks did have really great chemistry well if you really think about it though paula they literally shared the screen together for less than five minutes yeah that's true the whole it was two completely different movies in fact, she spent more time with Rosie O'Donnell and Bill Pullman than anybody else. Yeah, that's true. So he stands out completely in that movie. You know what? Maybe he just carries movies no matter I what he's he in. God, he's just Tom amazing. God. I just really like him. Now, he's a guy that I struggle with when I see him in other movies. Like when he was in that, oh, what's that movie with Sean Connery? Where they're, uh, it's the Prohibition era. Yeah, the bridge or something like that. Yeah, Daryl loves that movie. He thinks it's super duper good. All I see is Woody or, (laughs) you know, or the guy from Sleepless, you know, the guy from Sleepless in Seattle. I really struggle, but... I guess if you if you're a little bit I I don't know maybe I'm just too small minded I can't transition some some actors I can some I just simply cannot so I don't know but it was a fun evening and it was really fun that we were all by ourselves mm-hmm. and uh, he's like well I just want you to know I actually rented out the whole theater for us I'm like oh bravo bravo <laughs> for taking advantage because I'm sure there was a line out the door <laughs> right so, it was really fun very though. clever yeah it was cute I mean I never would have thought to do it you know and I never would have said hey we should go that'll be so great so I'm glad and I didn't even know so it was it was a very sweet date. You know what? I never go to the movies, so that's probably I why I say I have no desire to, because... You don't like going to the movies, though. It's not... Well, I do have a little bit of a phobia about going to the movies. Because of the shootings? Yes. Yeah. And so I, I get I really nervous. Yeah. So it's hard to relax and enjoy. It is. And especially if I'm taking like the kids with me, I just mm-hmm. can't concentrate. You know what? Even la- even when we were the only two people in there, if I saw anything out of the corner of my eye, I turned and looked. Yeah. And I always try to figure out my plan, my exit plan. But that's so sad. You know, you shouldn't mm-hmm. have, you should be able to abandon all that when you're there. But now, of course, because humans are horrible, we can't. Right. We have to right. think about it. I, you know, I think like that, too, because 
Daryl and Tyler, I mean, it's a big fun thing to go opening night to a new, you know, Marvel or Star Wars movie or something like that. And where there's just B.O. laden nerds from one end to the other. Right. It's, it's fun. But I have to say, man, it feels like fish in a barrel. Uh-huh. It really is. I really do agree with you. I do feel vulnerable. And it and it, depending on what it is, uh, I I definitely would decline to go. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, I, I do want to go, but then yes. once I'm there, I just get kind of panicked because, yeah, you know, and like the last movie I saw was with Olivia and I just, I, I did not even watch the movie. I just couldn't. You were just scanning. <laughs> I was just waiting for an opportunity to snag her and run because. Was that Ferdinand the Bull? Yes. Okay, Paula, I, Daryl and I watched that on cable the other, like a couple months ago i freaking loved it it was cute <laughs> it's adorable the end of course i cried because i'm a big baby i but forgot I mean, what happened at the end did he just get to live in the grass somewhere he or? got he got rescued by his uh the, his owner the little girl and her yeah. dad and then they also took all the other bulls and they all lived together that's right it's so sweet i just loved and the, you know actually the part that made me cry was when he was shoved into the bull ring and he just wouldn't he wouldn't fight yeah that was so so sad you know really what's funny sad. is the voice of ferdinand was john cena <laughs> Uh, I did know that. I did. <laughs> I did. And he's a cutie pie anyway. Although, do you hate him now? I can't remember. No, I don't hate oh, him. Okay. I just never was really into him. He's just. I thought you liked him. No, I like. I mean, I like him as a, a person. Oh, okay. You know, I just think not as a WWE person. I just don't find him attractive. I should say that. Uh oh, me neither. No, yeah. I don't like those giant bodies. I'm not a big fan of that over bulky look. Personally. Yeah, I just. Uh, yeah. Not my thing. And he's got bad hair. It's just... Oh, he puts a lot of product in it. You know who he reminds me of a lot was... Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme to me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my first boyfriend, Stuart. Oh, I don't see the resemblance at all. <laughs> the the bad hair, the, the bulky is, body, not being it, very tall. Is it the... Uh, oh, I was going to say, is it the squinty eyes? <laughs> does, he have squinty no, eyes does he have squinty eyes? I don't a little know. Bit, yeah. <laughs> He always looks like he's blinking anyway. Oh, that's why Stuart couldn't put in contacts. <laughs> that's hilarious. He had to wear glasses. No, yeah, he finally, his sister put him in, but I was there when he Ginger was trying. Ginger put them in for him? Yeah. She's like, sit down, we're going to do this. But every time she got close, he would close his eye. Oh my so. God. He's like, he's like Rachel on Friends. It was, oh, I remember that episode. That was so, so funny. funny. Yeah, she's like, all right, I'm good. He's like, well, you'll lose the eye. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's really funny. Yeah, it was so funny. So speaking of, of celebs and, and, and movies and such, there's there's been a, quite a bit going on because officially the award season is starting to come to us. Yes. So all the nominations are coming out for the ones that gearing up gearing up to the big one, which is the Academy Awards, the Oscars. Yes. So Golden Globes and then the Grammy noms, nominations came out as well i personally am happy with the grammy nominations i know you're not a big follower of all things music but there had there was some good nominations casey musgraves is one of my favorites and she got nominated for album of the year for country i don't know the other country ones because i kind of don't care did they do country nominations 
Yeah, for for the Grammys? Yeah. Oh, okay. The only list I read it was just like the mainstream ones. So, I'll have to go, I'll have to go look back and read the full list. Now, like Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift, they all got, you know, the the Cardi B, they all got their nominations, but apparently the the young fans are outraged that they didn't get like the big nominations like female performer of the year and album of the year and stuff like that yeah they're saying taylor swift totally got snubbed i don't know her album wasn't that good i don't know what to say i mean i listened to the whole album there were a couple of songs i really liked and then the rest were kind of like crap it didn't get a lot of play on the radio maybe one or two songs well if it's not radio friendly i can't see how the grammys are going to nominate it it's very mainstream it's very you know that those are the ones that get it you know, really, because it's about money. So it doesn't surprise me at all. But anyway, I, I don't just... know what Ariana Grande's album, which one, because I think she came out with two. No, well, Sweetener is okay. the one that's been nominated. Now, I am a huge fan of Ariana Grande. I, I wasn't initially, but I love every goddamn album that girl has put out. And the new song, Thank You Next, is on rotate heavy rotation in this house. We all yes. love it. It's so good. So, you know, for Mother's Day in 2018, <laughs> I know it's far away, but Daryl has the inside track. Oh, you mean 2019? 2019. He's He got me and Malia and Mackenzie tickets to see her. How? Because he had an inside track and he was able to buy tickets because she's coming to Sacramento. I wanted to take Olivia. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll totally tell Daryl to get you tickets. I mean, we didn't. We paid for them. But I mean, well, we ha- tell me how much you. they are. Yeah. I will. I will. They're, I don't know how they weren't outrageous because there's no way he would have spent that much money on a show. That, I mean, if they were like 100 bucks a ticket, that'd be like $500 or something. No, yeah, I guess that'd only be 300 Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know. But I will tell him that you want to go. He yeah, will get you she would Absolutely. love that. Oh, for sure. I didn't know she was a fan. That's awesome. That's really cool. Well, it's probably more for me, but... So what? She can drag her butt along. She'll love it. She'll She'll love it. It'll be her first concert. Oh, my God. That's a perfect first concert. When she's older, she'll be like, well, my first concert was Ariana Grande. Grammy Oscar winner Ariana Grande. (laughs) (laughs) That's so great. Okay, so Golden Globes is the movie and TV ones. I mean, I just, I hadn't seen, I haven't seen a whole bunch of movies, but they do have the category so they can include the the popular movies. So Black Panther got nominated mm-hmm. and Star is Born, obviously, which I think was in the drama category and uh, Crazy Rich Asians got nominated. Black Panther got quite a few nominations, actually. Yeah, it did. I saw I, that. You saw the movie, right? No. Oh my gosh. Well, you'll love it because of Michael B. Jordan. Of course. He's really cute in this movie. (laughs) Cute is an understatement. I mean, he's a powerful villain. He's really good. But he's topless a lot. So that's nice. Yeah, Um, I I follow him on Instagram. It's actually a good film. Some people say, oh, it's okay." I'm like, what are you talking about? I thought it was amazing. I was blown away by it. I loved it. And the women in it are so powerful. Mm-hmm. It's just every. It's just so good. So I'm. I'm. I'm happy that it got nominated. So there was some snubbing done. Um, oh, this is us. Got nothing. Good. It sucks. It does not. <laughs> the second I heard the second season was paltry compared to the first season. Okay, I'm just saying. The dad. Oh, is, Milo. He's amazing. Milo. Yes. I wonder how he goes by, is it Milo or Milo or? Well, we talked about this last week and I, I think we decided it was Milo. 
Okay. Well, whatever yes. it is, it's yes. it's amazing. So you think he should have received some kind of nomination Absolutely. for something. And, you know, here's the thing is, is he started to become really famous. Right. So This Is Us got nothing. They got nothing. Absolutely okay. nothing. Compared to last year where they had three they nominations. For Golden Globes. And, and one winner. And mm. so... I was just kind of shocked about that. And then they also said some other show. I don't remember. I don't, I guess clearly I don't care, but. um. (laughs) Well, well, you know what? I'll have to look at it. I I will, you know, of course I'll watch. I just want to watch the red carpet anyway. I want to see what anyone does. That must be a really long show because they have everything on there. (laughs) But (laughs) when I happen to be like looking at the Golden Globes. Yeah. They showed the snippet of when Lady Gaga accidentally bumped into Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, I, with her ass. And then I he's remember. like, ew. <laughs> I love Leo. God, that but was I like so Lady funny. Gaga too, so. No, I do too, but that was freaking funny. <laughs> it is hilarious. It's like high school. It's like being at the prom. It's like, oh my God. Did you see what she did? He's like, what was that? Look like a free train. (laughs) That's so funny. She must have hit him hard is all I can think. Well, they're like, Leo, that's what a human ass looks like. You know, (laughs) not a a models, but a human. Yeah, I know you're used to the bony ass. That's an actual ass with fat on it. That's what it looks like. He's like, oh, really? Although, let's be real. The man knows. He, he's been with he, Rihanna is I his mean, he booty call. I screws Rihanna and she's Rihanna, thickness to her. She is a sexy girl. So yes, he knows. She is. He knows when he's on the rebound, he calls Riri. <sighs> oh my gosh. Okay. So Jessica Simpson is 100 months pregnant. I know. Her boobs are the size of like watermelons. You know my feelings on Jessica. I love her. I we love all Jessica do. Simpson. And so apparently Natalie Portman made a comment in some interview about sexuality and women in Hollywood. And she recalled when Jessica Simpson in 1999, she was, you know, America's virgin. Which was like 20 years ago. Yes. And she mentioned that it for, for a girl that age, she saw Jessica Simpson in this sexy, barely there bikini touting how she's a virgin. And it was a confusing, it was confusing to her, Natalie Portman. And it was, first of all, I think Natalie Portman is kind of a snooty bitch. I've always thought that. I just think she's a little judgy and I love judgy, but I don't like the way she does it for some reason. It kind of bugs me. Well, it's like one of those underhanded compliments. Yeah. I just don't know. I'm not liking it. So anyway, Jessica, who has millions of hormones racing through her body because she's ready to to deliver this child any day, is like, excuse me? Right. <laughs> she was so mad. She publicly went out and she's just like, I saw what Natalie Portman said. I don't understand why she would be talking shit. You know, we know that we don't have control over our image and persona in Hollywood as much as we think we do. And... I uh, yeah, I was a virgin. Does that mean that I'm not allowed to be sexy? Right. I can do the fuck I want. And she's like, so fuck her. You know, right. she's mad. And so I was like, you know what, Jessica, you go. I exactly. mean, you are you are pregnant. You are not taking any more of this shit. She's been putting up with people talking about her body since she was 15 years old. I'm mm-hmm. like, she's had enough of this. 
Even her parents shamed her, you know, when when she was singing Christian songs. And they're just like, then she grew these giant boobs. So we were trying to find sweaters and and cardigans to cover her up. Like, you know, making her feel shamed for, you know, being who she was. Yes. And so I'm like, good for you for slapping that skinny bitch down who has never once had to deal with what she's had to deal with her whole life. Don't worry, Natalie. Nobody's going to body shame you. (laughs) No, they are not. Considering the woman wears drapes when she's pregnant. And not just that, she looks like a teenage boy. Always. Always. (laughs) So, I mean, look. It's reverse shaming. What What the hell ever? I'm just like, I am all team Jessica on this. And at first people were like, God, she just, why is she going out of her way? And I'm like, she's going out of her way because she's had enough. It's like, yes, I have big boobs, but I also am married. I'm happily married and I can do whatever the hell I want. And she, why is she even bringing something up that's 20 something years old anyway? Exactly. Like, and why? she's about to have her third child for Christ's sakes. It's like, why would Natalie Portman find that of all things to, to, to use as an example of what she doesn't like about, you know, mixed messages in Hollywood. And how to be like, like, and how the hell do you know if I was a virgin? I could have been doubling down on whoever the hell I wanted. Yeah, you don't know my life. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So anyway, I just wanted to mention that I'm all about Jessica giving her crap publicly. I loved it. Yeah, I really like Natalie Portman and her acting, but she is a bit of like a... She's just snooty and judgy. An uptight shrew. You know. She kind of reminds me of the persona of those New Yorkers because she lives in New York. She's one of those New Yorkers where it's like, we don't wear white after Labor Day. I can't believe no one told you. You know, I mean, that I just, you know what I mean? And she goes to the theater. Protocol is essential in New York. You know, it's Whatever. like I wouldn't dare wear fur. You know, I don't know. I just don't. I'm not I'm not a fan of her off screen presence. Okay, and then finally, Kevin Hart was supposed to host the Oscars and then for, let, for what, like 10 minutes? Four or five hours and then he issued and said, I'm stepping down, I'm not going to host the Oscars because of some uh, homophobic tweets that he did 10 years ago have come to light. And yeah, I'm I thinking, Weren't they always there? Why wasn't anybody giving him shit then? And you know why? they never background check these people, like or not background, but like vet them before yeah, but, they ask them to be on the award shows. Well, no, what I but my see, I don't know if you and I are on the same page. I, I'm not a big fan of people making fun of anyone being gay. But ten years ago, saying that's gay was accepted. Okay, now it's outrageous. But ten years ago, when we didn't know any better, people said stuff like that all the time. And I know his stuff was harsh. I, I did I did read some of them and I and I agree that it wasn't funny and it seemed very hateful. But my question is, why is this just now becoming outrage? Why why didn't the LGBT community know about this and raise these, you know, subjects up when Jumanji came out? Or, you know, when he was doing all these other very popular movies, you know, Mm -hmm. why are we just now outraged that he might be representing Hollywood? I don't know. I mean, I think it's a little hypocritical. Um, Eddie Murphy, who's one of the most famous, popular, favorited comedians of all time, is notoriously homophobic. Right. And a lot of people think it's because he's actually gay. I don't I don't know if that's true. He has 10 children. 11. He just had another one. (laughs) So, I mean, maybe he does protest too much. I don't know. But I'm just saying that, you know, nobody that does not back up on him. 
You know, Hollywood did not reject him. He's Shrek, for God's sake. I mean, he's donkey. You know, so it's it's a bit hypocritical, in my opinion. It's like, so I guess we're just going to have what? I mean, who's going to who can you represent that has never said anything out of line in Hollywood of all places? It can't be any comedians. That's for sure. It's not so much that is, is that I mean, I'm sure if anyone's ever watched one of his comedian shows there, mm-hmm. it's it's not good. <laughs> you know, it's not no. going to appeal to celebrities in the audience waiting to get their awards right and you know hollywood is a mass of a lot of lgbt people of course but he's been working but he's been working in that industry for like 30 years this is not like it's not like there's rumors going around that kevin hart hates gay people i mean that because it's not true but i mean we don't know we don't know what the what the gossip is i mean maybe it's just you know he's in his world there and theirs and i don't know i think hollywood's really small i think everybody knows everybody at some point especially when you're that famous i think that's rarefied error and i think those tweets that they found i think they Mm -hmm. could have been they he he could have gotten past them i think there was something else probably going on well i I they were getting some heat from Somebody powerful. They probably surveyed some people and they're mm-hmm. just like, no, thanks. I don't, yeah. don't want to see that guy. Interestingly, we only get the surface story. It is true. There could have been some stuff going, why did you do that? We, You know that Kevin Hart this or that or you, you, you never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's funny because, you know, he got caught having sex on camera <laughs> like three years ago when his wife was nine months pregnant. With his and- wife? No, not with his wife. What an with idiot. A, with someone else. And we've completely glossed over that. Oh, no, he's immoral. He's an adulterer. But he hates gay people. And that's worse. You know, but he Ooh. doesn't. I mean, there's no indication that says he hates them. And he did issue an apology. Um, but it wasn't good enough. And so he got let go. The The, the agreement ended <laughs> as quickly as it began. Well, and maybe he said something in his comedy shows. I mean, who knows? It, clearly, it probably was just, you know, he may be a, an okay guy or, or upstanding guy now, but right. it was just clearly a poor choice. So they, they should have just gone with somebody else from the get go. Like Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> no, I don't well, know. That's who, that's who they've been using for two years. I don't know. It's it, there. There's so many other people that are up to the task, although I hear it's very difficult to please everyone. Oh God! So, I mean, it's like being president. You look can't at the please Academy everyone. Awards. They, I mean, Billy Crystal is the only one that successfully has done it for like you know multiple years. I thought Jimmy Kimmel was okay. I didn't mind him, but did he do it more than one year? Yeah, he did it two years in a row. Last year and the year before, I thought he was funny personally, and I loved Seth MacFarlane, but no one liked him. He was way too out out of there. You they know, gave Ellen the- a shot. That didn't work out. Ellen did not pull it off, shockingly. Oh, David did- Letterman bombed big time. Yeah, no one liked that one. Yeah, so, I mean, you're almost asking for it if you agree to do it. I don't think <laughs> I know? would. I don't know why they just, somebody suggested that we have President Trump do it. Because everyone would tune in. The le- the The liberals would hate it. And everybody would watch just to see what he did. Do you know how many people wouldn't show up? <laughs> I know. That would It'd be, be like an empty audience. 
And that in itself would be worth watching, wouldn't it? <laughs> I can't really think of anybody that I that I think should do it. I mean, everyone I think should do it is probably dead. I think they should let a robot do it. I would love Richard Jenny to do it if he was alive. He would be so good. That would be funny. He'd be so good. Oh or my just gosh. like... No, they even let celebrities do it one time. That didn't oh, they're work terrible. Out. Remember, oh my God! Remember the Anne Hathaway James Franco nightmare? Oh, it was James Franco. That's oh right. my God! It was brutal, and no one wanted it. Nobody wanted it. But that was a little pre Twitter before everybody started doing the Me Too thing, <laughs> and everyone hated Anne Hathaway. Everyone hated. She was trying to rejuvenate her image of not being a. Well, remember when she went to Hawaii for like six months, and then she came back. <laughs> As pale as a ghost. Yes. With pixie hair. Oh, my God. That's when she got pregnant and she became Mother Earth. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, so apparently, before we go into our ugly and awkward moments of the week, apparently the Christmas movie on Netflix with Kurt Russell is supposed to be amazing. So we have to watch it. I'm watching it just because he looks sexy as hell. He's so cute. I, I think that's what... Okay, so when we were speaking of him... Um, when I I was leaving to go to our date to see Sleepless in Seattle, I told Mal- she was in her room, and I said, Malia, we're leaving to go to the movie. She goes, oh, is this when you're going to go see Overboard? I said, no, Sleepless in Seattle. She goes, oh, yeah, I figured it was one of the two. Because <laughs> I, I, whenever Over- Overboard is on TV, it is on. <laughs> it is just on. Daryl bought me the movie once for a gift. I don't even think it's out of the wrapper. Yeah. It's on, it's on so much that I don't need it. It's I can true. Just watch it. Yeah, but I love it. I love it so much. Anyway, all right. Well, let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Okay, so I don't have one per se. Really? I surprising. I've been taking care of a nine-year-old all week. Even at Dr. Grant's, you were like good? Yeah, I didn't do anything. I mean, oh, it's just... congratulations. It's I mean, been that's a, a big rough deal. week. I, you yeah. know, ever since Victor and I got in that huge fight, I have not right. spoken to him since. Well, I mean, you only, know... Only as necessary, but... Like, I need, the, I need the benefits card for Olivia. She's sick. Basically, <laughs> or I need you to give me this money. Yes. Or, you know, and then at, like, night before everyone goes to bed, I get in bed first and I put my headphones on. Well, <laughs> you know what? You're, you're doing what you have to do. So... so I'll, I'll probably get over it eventually, but I'm just, I'm really mad right now. I can hold a grudge for years. Years. What, you could not speak to Daryl for years? No, he would die. He would wither and die if I did that. <laughs> I couldn't do it to him. But there, he would lock me in a room and say, all right, we're, you're talking to me. I'm like, I really don't feel like it. He's like, please, I'm begging you. We need to get over this. This would so. be the time I wish I knew a second language. <laughs> Do you know Pig Latin or, or Klingon? Oh, he probably speaks that too. Damn it. I know nothing. Right now I know silence. Well, you know what? You're just, you're just trying to, pre- you're, you're trying to preserve. I'd be like, you know, look, it's either this or I murder you. So which, which would you choose? It's up to you. Leave me alone or I will hit you with something hard. So your choice. So unfortunately it's been not a quiet week, but a bad busy week. And with, so, uh, yeah, with with no ability to be awkward. I have nothing fun or exciting to uh, <laughs> report, and I haven't done anything bad or uh, ugly. That's all right. We, I we're, we're awkward in itself. We're just awkward humans in general, so it's fine. 
Actually, no. Well, let me tell you something really fast. Tell me. So I told Olivia about how <laughs> when we were little, we used to uh, tie um, sewing thread across like door jams and things like that all yes. throughout the house. So yes. that way, like someone would walk through and like wring their neck on the sewing thread because they didn't see it or mm-hmm. like their ankles or whatever. We'd and be so trapped. I, I told her I made this device where I got a stick and a piece of cloth and I like <laughs> pierced it at the end and then it hang, it like hung down. So then I'd walk through the house with it. And then yeah. if it like went back, then I knew there was a piece of thread there. <laughs> yeah. And you so, could knock it down. So she thought, she just thought it was the funniest thing. And so she told me later, she's like, well, I told my friend Sophia and I'm like, oh, I'm all, that's okay. And she's like, actually, I told my whole class. <laughs> she's not an UG. She's telling our secrets. She can't be in this society, man. She just can't believe the things we used to do to each other. Believe it. She's just so shocked. Be shocked. But it is all freaking true. It is. It was like walking through the the pink. It's like having a the Pink Panther movie where he had his house man, his house person who would attack him randomly for no reason to keep him on his game. Yes, that's what our house was like all the time. Even you weren't even safe when you were sleeping. No, never. I mean, you'd wake up and you go to sit up, and then you'd have one on your forehead. You'd have anything. You'd have something, anything, or you know, we 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 used our animals for all of our dirty work a lot. Like I, you know, putting, putting things on, you know, peanut butter on someone. Oh, I told her about the time that I would lay down and you guys would stretch my body out and someone would put lunch to me on my stomach and then let the dogs in the house. Yes. They would attack me. They would make, make the dog eat it. Yes, that's true. God, it's so true. All right. Well, I'll tell you mine really quick. It's, it's quick. Okay. We were at the hotel, the the dirty hotel that I stayed at last week at the, for the cheer competition. Oh, right. And I woke up in the middle of the night. Um, because the day before I had had, I'd worked out really super hard and I was really dehydrated. So I must've had like a gallon of water before we left. And so when we get to the hotel, we finally go to bed and I'm still having to pee like every 20 minutes it felt like. So I woke up at, I don't know, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning and I was so tired. I got up and it's a hotel I've never been at before. So I'm, I'm walking through trying to make my way to the bathroom and when you shut, it's one of those, which I hate. It's one of those bathrooms where it's a slider door. Ugh. I hate those because, you know, people can hear or see and it bothers me. Well, those me. things are so thin. Yeah. And so I shut it and it's dark. So I shut it and I see that there. it, it looks like a good inch gap even when it's shut. So I figured I didn't shut it all the way. So I turned around and went back to shut it. And in the process, woke up a bit, realized how badly I had to pee. It was bad. And so I, I was like, oh, God. So I waddled, waddled to the toilet. And for the first time in my entire marriage, the toilet lid was down. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I don't know why this occurred because he was the last one in the bathroom. And so I know it was him, Daryl. And so I go to so I, I lift up because I had to wear a nightgown because, you know, Malia is there and stuff. Right. So I lift up my nightgown that I was wearing and I sit my bare ass down on this plastic toilet lid which is probably filthy and i start to pee 
and I because I couldn't wait I was like I was there it was happening I right was like, oh my god so I had to quickly lift the lid now there's urine everywhere <laughs> so oh I'm like, no it was really embarrassing I'm like well luckily everyone's asleep and I can just deal with this now I could you know obviously I cleaned everything up and everything and I was like god damn it and you know what shockingly not one drop on my nightgown shockingly that happens sometimes where it like falls in backwards like yeah like a robe yes (laughs) Yes. which has happened to me so anyway goes to show how how much i wear pajamas (laughs) you know the ins and outs of toilet toilet uh etiquette i'm a rookie yeah so anyway uh yeah so i peed all over myself and the the toilet seat and all i could think of was I have been married to this man for 20 years and he has never once had the uh, had the courtesy of putting the lid down. And so I can't believe that this is the one time he did it. Well, I don't require the lid down. I just want the seat down. Oh, no, I agree. Oh, and he's done that. I've, that's happened to me before where the, the lid, the seat is up and in the middle of the night you sit down and you put your whole ass oh, on the God, toilet. Oh, God, I hate that. I mean, I'm, I would be dirty. angry. I'd be like, who does that? Uh, well, guys who, I don't know, they just don't think. It, it's ha- it's so rare when it happens, but when it does, man, does it? it's like being a wet cat. Ugh, it is just out of control anger. Angry, yeah. Yeah, it's like, God damn it! It's like, it's just, they couldn't understand because they don't do it, so they don't know. So anyway, that's my awkward moment. I peed like well, a ridiculous person. Clear, so. Clearly you win this week, so. Thank you. All right, friends. Well, I think that's a wrap. Keep on shopping through our Amazon button, which you can find on our uh, uglytruth.com website. Mm -hmm. And then also please visit our lipandclip.com page to get yourself some goodies, makeup, skincare, lots of other fun things that they have for this time of year. We will talk to you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.